Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pixelist. I'm Will, that's Blake, and today we're here to talk about some Legend of Vox Machina. I'm some excited. goodness. Yeah, some good stuff. We feasting, man. Bro, we are yeah. feasting. This month has just been loaded. Yeah, it's Absolutely like, and we, go, we go back to Critical Role on Thursday. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, there's there's been a lot of good stuff for sure. And I'm excited to talk about Legend of Vox Machina. Me too, man. I um, if you guys didn't see it, you know Blake and I watched it together, and we posted our reaction to the first three episodes. Uh, so if you're interested to see that, uh, and he he and I like just for the briefest of moments, kind of talked right after we finished, being like, "Did you like it?" and stuff. But other than that, we've been holding off to talk now. Um, so I'm excited to get into it with you as well. And quick yeah. plug, uh, I'm also making breakdowns of every episode this season. I did it last season as well, so you might have seen those. But if you didn't, uh, check them out. I am currently, I've released the first two and I'm working on the third one. Hopefully that'll be up sometime tomorrow. Yeah. And my man Will is spending like endless hours uh, on these videos. I'm doing like endless hours on the reaction videos that get like, you know, 30 views. Um, <laughs> but Will's definitely, <laughs> you know, pulling the work. And uh, honestly, as someone who hasn't seen the campaigns, uh, it's, really it, it honestly is really exciting for a couple of reasons one like obviously you know you love critical role we both do it's why we do this channel but um it's just really cool as someone who never experienced that campaign to be digging into your video and getting those nice little those little treats and it also yeah. makes me just appreciate the show more overall because like some of the details you point out i'm like man these are people similar to the last of us which we'll talk about in that that video but it's just rewarding when people who make something like this clearly love what they're doing, love the product, or yeah. love the brand, I guess. So it's exciting. Yeah, I mean, you can tell, right? You can tell when there's like passion behind it. Right. Um, right. Which I guess we've basically already started. Um, but uh, we, 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 did, we did podcasts on the first season, but I'm trying to remember like, what what it was even our format not that we even need one but you know in critical role we'll usually jump into a yeah. recap i don't really know if that's necessary here probably not um, necessary i mean you know i'm assuming if you're watching the reaction you've probably seen the episodes uh, if you haven't stop and go watch them because <laughs> they're really really good um these episodes are very i don't know if this is the right word they're very chunky like it almost felt like for a 20 like 25 minute episode so much is happening like when i was cutting the recaps i was like oh are the reaction video i was like what do i cut out because like almost yeah. every frame every scene was so it felt so important um so there's a lot happening in these episodes i'm not sure where to start but um i i loved all three of them overall me too and just to just to chime in on what you said, there really is so much because when going down making these breakdowns, I like pause it every second and I'm like, okay, I got to get a screenshot of this and that. So the, it really does. They've, you know, they've taken what is probably thousands of hours. I don't, I haven't done the math, but maybe not thousands, but hundreds upon hundreds of hours of content and they've distilled it down to, you know, in total, maybe four or five hours for the season. So yeah. Um, it is impressive how much they're, they're getting in. And, uh, are you, are you pleased with, um, as someone who watched the show, 
and we probably talked about this in season one and we'll talk about this more as it goes on but um you know i'm sure there were some really big moments for you knowing from the show i mean knowing from the story sorry the live action yeah yeah um like the attack on iman like did did that do it for you like were you like oh man they they visualized this well or tell me what you thought about it no yeah i thought it was awesome um the that moment in the original campaign is one of the like one of like the moments that like i'll somebody came up to me and said hey what's a list of the moments that you first think of in the first campaign which you know as that happens uh that's definitely up there is that kind of i guess cliffhanger for lack of a better word because it happened toward the end of one of the episodes and similarly to the show like we were kind of at the conclusion of the briarwood arc we had just you know kind of fought the big bad and they were successful and now it's like the chill you know the the descending action portion of yes. the story Which and then all what the... i was expecting yeah. i was expecting the dragons to be like you know we will spare you but we'll be back we'll be back in three days time and you know there's like a a montage of training and getting everyone ready <laughs> nope everyone was just brutally murdered so <laughs> yeah it just matt just throws that at them and it's like what dragons are attacking and then it is yeah plural like there are multiple dragons attacking and um i mentioned this in the breakdown and i think you've seen this that episode so you'll know what i'm talking about but there's a specific moment where like they're like okay well this is happening like let's engage and deal with this and grog attacks and it's a 19 yeah. and matt goes 19 misses and he's like what and so they realize yeah, that like misses? <laughs> yeah <laughs> they realize like they're in over their heads and so yeah to cycle back to your question yeah i thought they knocked it out of the park um I thought they really did a good job of just showing like how hopeless it was. Like this isn't something that they're going to deal with right now. This is something they need to run from. And so, yeah, I just, I, I felt that horror, that chaos. And I thought Titmouse did amazing. Yeah. I guess let's, since we're already there, let's just park on episode one for now. Um, yeah. Titmouse did awesome. Like the sense of carnage was just in violence, like the acid, the that, acid, yeah, the acid rain, that was the worst. And, Oh my gosh. And just people getting just melted into nothing. And then like, uh, the pure power of Thordak, like when he does like the Godzilla esque beam into yeah. the main palace and just like, it was very much final fantasy seven, like Mako cannon esque of like the beam <laughs> yeah. just going through and just like continuing on. Um, these, that, that was insane. I'm actually, I, I, these vestiges must be crazy powerful. Cause I like, <laughs> I'm already like, these guys are insanely strong. Yeah. And that moment in particular, like there wasn't a Thordak goes super Saiyan moment in the campaign. Cause like, you can't really like describe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course they were wreaking havoc and doing damage, but that's an example of how the animated show kind of like met my expectations. And then some, just cause that was so cool. Um, you think right. they did justice or sorry go ahead no i was i was just go ahead i was rambling <laughs> well just i love the flavor of um the differences of all the dragons yes. like so particularly different um the design of them was so great um was it like that in the sh in the actual live show too no not really because i mean you know in D D there are there are many figures you know but it's a lot of it's theater of the mind right so no i mean when and I don't even remember, I think Matt did have like four literal minifigures. And so I'm sure they looked somewhat different, but they were basically just different colored dragons, you know? Yeah. So here in the show, they're like vastly more different. And I thought that was awesome too. Vorgal's like a rhinoceros basically, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the carnage was just 
insane. And I actually, it, it, it was not what I was expecting at all for a couple of reasons. Um, Allura and, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Lady Kima. Kima. Yeah. Like the boulder landing and crushing them. I was like, what? Um, and then also <laughs> just Iman. So I know from Exandria, from EXU season one, I kind of pieced together like, oh, and we talked about it. Like, oh, there was this guy who attacked or dragon who attacked Iman and that's the right, crater. Right. And so I was like, oh, like a bad guy came and like detonated a bomb <laughs> in a crater, I guess. They like destroyed Iman. And yep. like, it seems like at the start of, of the, maybe it was episode three, when Pike has the dream, it sounds like they then like finished off the population that was there. Oh, um, like, well, that wasn't a dream. First right, of all. right. Yeah, but my yeah, exactly right. right, right. Okay, I was and just making sure. Point. Yeah, yeah, and that's my point. Is it seems like they finished off everyone else. So, like, I guess I'm just surprised that Iman is still exists still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so like, in at least in that that third episode, you know, dragons love treasure. That's kind of just a general, you know, trope. They have their hordes and stuff. So, like, part of them taking over or Thordak taking over Amon wasn't that he was killing everybody. He was like just subjugating them. And so they were bringing right. him offerings, you know? And I think just in that first scene was just kind of like a cool way to show more destruction and that, you know, these, these dragons are, are the bad guys, if you will, not that we needed any more reminding. Um, but I don't think that was representative of him, like literally finishing off the entire population, just like in that moment, killing those people type of thing. Um, but yeah, so, they it's more of a I, you get it i'm not i'm not going to say any further just in case of of spoiling anything actually so i'm just going to stop now <laughs> <laughs> okay well so um but uh, really quick props to you uh cuz if you watched the reaction you'll see this and Blake just mentioned it but uh you were real quick to be like the scar of amon right when that happened or the the oh, cinder yeah, king's but, scar yeah which right, so, yeah. kudos to you putting that together so quick yeah, that's yeah. exactly what that is. Well, it was a very like DBZ esque, you know, bomb crater being formed, and so I was like, that has to be it. Yeah, and so. if if for those of you that maybe are have only know uh, only know Critical Role through this show and haven't seen the campaign, um, one, you know, I guess kind of spoiler warning, we won't get too crazy with it. But two, what we're talking about is even still to this day in in the world of critical role, which is now 30 some odd years later, there are still remnants of what Thordak did. Um, there's literally like a portal. Isn't the right word, I guess, but there is like still like an element of like the elemental plane of fire with like fire elementals and stuff that are still like in the city because of this moment. Um, yeah. So just super cool. Is it still satisfying to you? Like knowing some of the upcoming like big story points for like how they'll fight and eventually defeat these dragons. Yeah. I mean, one, it's just cool to see it come to life just in general, yeah. you know, um, just in the same way that like, if you read a book and that book's becoming a movie, like you still can enjoy the movie. Um, but they're also doing such a great job with making changes. Um, this isn't like the best example, but that Thordak attack we were just talking about, like that's, I didn't know that that was coming and that was like an awesome surprise to me. Uh, but there also are some like actual beyond just aesthetic changes that have been made that are cool to see and cool to, you know, be like, Oh, so, you know, 
this is why they're doing that. Or I think, or not that I know, but you can kind of try to place why they're doing certain things that are different. Um, again, I won't get into spoilers, but uh, one of the things that happens in the first episode is Vax sees that, that woman. And um, yeah, you know, I guess I won't say it here just in case, but you and I both know who that is. And that, that in that moment didn't happen in the campaign, but that's one of the changes that I, I enjoy and I think makes a lot of sense. So again, I I'm going off kind of crazy when you ask me these things, but to cycle it back, um, <laughs> I still really enjoy it. And I'm, I'm really enjoying kind of picking up on the alterations they're making. Yeah. And it's, it's been cool watching your breakdowns too. Cause you mentioned it there as well. Like, it, cause you, you have to ask yourself, you know, how do you, how do you take long form content, several hours and put it into um, a digestible 25 minute episode. Right. Um, and I, like I said, you mentioned the breakdowns, but like some of these characters that are uh, clunky is not the right word. Cause in the live show, you know, they're great and they're well received, but for the sake of like the story and keeping the pacing, like the way that they've sort of taken the spirit of those characters. There was one you mentioned in the breakdown specific. I don't remember what the detail was, but they like added something as kind of a nod to that character, even though there wasn't like the timing to like actually bring in that character. Oh, have you uh, watched the second breakdown? I started watching it. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like 45 minutes. So I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to think of what you're yeah. talking about. And I think I know what it is. If it's from the second yeah. one. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's from the second one. Yeah. 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 So like, it is just interesting to see how they're going to kind of facilitate all of that. Um, but there are, and I mean, the show's only three episodes in, so it might not, be fair for me to say this because i guess they could still do it uh but there was already at least one kind of moment that i don't think they're going to put in because i think it would have happened in episode two uh and it didn't but i mean that just happens with like you were just saying with so much content like some stuff's gonna have to get cut um but on the whole i'm absolutely loving it i think it's fantastic and i don't want to get too far ahead of myself so maybe i shouldn't but um I've been really like, interested. It's the greatest show of all time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean like in, in terms of jumping to the end of episode three, which is what I was going to say, but I've just been really one interested to see your reaction to some of these things, but two, um, given what happens at the end of episode three, I obviously knew that was coming. Um, but the, like the way they, the way they set it up was so awesome with the flashbacks. Like there were no flashbacks yeah. in the, yeah. in the campaign. Um, right. so I just, I, oh yeah, I'm loving it. I don't even know where I was in this conversation, but yeah. And I honestly don't even know if it makes <laughs> sense to be like, so what happened in episode two? Like, yeah, we, yeah. All, we, watched, we watched the show. We saw the show. We're, t- we're talking about the show, but so maybe it's okay just to jump to that moment. Um, yeah, very awesome, like stylistic choice. Um, totally threw me. I, I, I thought they were setting up the whole time for Vax to die. Like, cause it just seemed like he was the one who was like in, and Vex is kind of always being the one who's like, you know, like I'm fine. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was implying that Vax was going to get killed and she would realize like, no, I do need you. But I love how the subtle flip of that and how, um, really like it was Vax who was sort of self-serving and like staying with this sister, not self-serving. I mean, their brother and sister, they love each other, but you know, definitely, you know, he needed her as well. Um, so a nice little flip there that I wasn't expecting that, um, was a, a huge cliffhanger also. Yeah. 
Yeah, I uh, big cliffhanger, and not to not to keep plugging our own content, but I did make a video breaking down what I thought we were going to see this season based on the episode titles. If anyone's curious, um, and that's one of the things I said that like I bet if episode three ends with this cliffhanger, and there's actually a couple other like pretty nasty cliffhangers that they could do. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so I'm interested to see if they keep like you know stabbing us in the chest with with certain moments. Um, I can only take so much. I know, right? Oh, so, man, there were some other really great scenes. Um, I loved the, uh, uh, and I'm sorry, I don't know the phrasing, but um, where they were doing the the tree teleport to Vasselheim, mm. and yeah. um, uh, I can't think of the woman's name, but she was like describing the tree. Uh, Keeper Yinnan, I think. <laughs> yeah, Keeper Yinnan. That's right, and. You know, it was like big, and I, I didn't realize that's what they were doing at first. I was just like, "That's not helpful at all." But yeah. then, you know, <laughs> it's a walnut, or maybe an oak tree. You know, blue flowers, or maybe yellow. <laughs> um, and then I, I was kind of wondering, like, where are they going to end up? And so I just loved the opening of that next episode, um, and the the butt slash boobies that <laughs> yeah they <laughs> <I> land on. <laughs> yeah, that was so. that moment was actually. I think it's fair to say inspired from a moment that happened in the campaign, but it was, uh, it was different, but I'm pretty sure it was inspired by, cause it was when we weren't like, and not, maybe this is even important to go into, but in the campaign, they were going to Draconia, which is where, you know, Tiberius was from. Right. And, you know, they've kind of just excised him for the purposes of this show. Um, uh, but in that moment, like, they kind of knew what they were getting into. And a couple of them were like pre flying even before going into the tree. Um, so this is, that's all that to say that or not, that's another example of kind of like a cool change that I feel like they really made the most out of to kind of turn it into this moment where it's like, Oh shit. Like, you know, we're all falling. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, a lot of good grog content, this batch of episodes. Mm -hmm. My, my favorite is when, um, what's the guy's name who like beats the crap out of him? Oh, <laughs> the uh, Lords, yeah, uh, Earthbreaker Groon. Yeah, like when he gives him like the speech at the end, mm -hmm. <laughs> he goes, "Cool." <laughs> I just thought it was great. He really he has uh, like a lot of those great moments of just like one line kind of in the background. That that one wasn't the background, but uh, yeah, Travis is like he's hilarious. I mean, he's a yeah. tenured voice <laughs> actor, so he knows what he's doing. But still, some of those lines were cracking me up. Talking about this stuff, it's it's hard for me not to like mentally go to that Chris Farley skit where he's like, "Remember <laughs> yeah. that part? Remember that part?" Like, where... <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "That was awesome." That man. was awesome. When <laughs> yeah. you walked on the broken glass. Yeah. <laughs> In Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, man, and yeah, the the Sphinx was super cool. Uh, I love the dynamic between. Um, Again, apologies. I, I'm meeting these characters for the first time, so I'm not remembering yeah. their names. But Zara, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In, Zara and Cash. Vex. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and Cash. But Zara and Vex specifically. Mm -hmm. um, I loved their back and forth the whole time. It was such like a cool rivalry that I was just like, this is great. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I was wondering, and I don't, we haven't talked about this, but you might have seen me in the breakdown mention it. I was wondering if they had like a thing or something. Like, yeah, they were like scorned lovers kind of vibes because it felt Maybe. like they were like trying to make each other jealous. It may um, be, yeah. Which wasn't the case in the campaign. Uh, that's one of the things that's kind of been shifted the most, um, which I don't want to get into the weeds on it here. You guys watch the breakdown if you're interested. Um, 
But yeah, I'm really interested to see how those relationships develop because we're starting at a different place than when we started in the campaign. And if and again, not that they have to be like scorned exes, but if they were, that would just be such a fun little change that they're inserting. What about characters like Cash? Um, so I watched your breakdown, and, and maybe you want to like spoiler ban me on this conversation, but oh, yeah, I, I watched your breakdown and like the mentioning of his backstory, which was really intriguing. Mm. Um, my question is, are we? I, I found myself wondering, okay, are they going to create the space for that? Uh, and if not, how do you kind of come to terms with like these really cool flavors that possibly won't end up in the animated show? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I don't think we're going to get into those aspects of his backstory that I was talking about um, because we didn't even really get to it in the show. We found those details out. Like, I don't remember exactly when, you know, maybe it was like a campfire at night. Everyone's sharing type of sharing moments type of thing. Uh, but it's not like in the proper campaign, we got the cash arc where he like went and dealt with this stuff, you know? Yeah. So definitely in the show, I don't think we're getting that. But maybe he'll bring it up and like you know during a conversation with Keyleth or something if they get to know each other a little bit better um so it would be cool but really there's not the space to kind of really deal with that so they might not bring it up at all just to not even tease people with it you know and do but, you does that does that bum you out or is it just kind of like i get it i mean i know you get it but for yeah for that in particular no because it wasn't even in mm. the campaign you know what i mean um and at least yeah, just okay. at yeah. least for me as a fan, I and the reason I even brought this up is because Cash has the scars on his arm, and that's how you right. and from the campaign we know what those scars are from. So the fact that they included that detail in the show, I think is really cool. So um it's definitely not something I'm like, oh man, I'm sad they're not doing this. If anything, I'm excited that they at least included the allusion to it with the scars. Yeah. Which we mentioned in our intro of just like it's just fun to enjoy media content that there's so much passion in it you know um and i think frankly it was probably one of the biggest criticisms we got from the rings of power show was yeah. you know this amazing ip that sort of fell flat in terms of capturing the um the inspiration that is the lord of the rings i guess um so it's it's fun that we're getting that with legend of Vox machina honestly as i the more i watch the show the more i so badly want a campaign three because that's right, like dude. the one that I've, you know, that's the one, the one I've you've watched. watched. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh man, what's going to happen? With, you know, how, what would my characters look like, you know, come to life or well animated? So, yeah. I mean, anyway. Critical Role continues to, to, to bloom, right? And now I know that I imagine this is a lot, a lot of work. Um, but if it's successful, and I don't really know what that means as far as making a TV show, like not that they're in it to print money, but obviously that's just a fact of life. And they're not going to dump money into it if, it if it's not doing anything right. Um, which, uh, you know, the, and this whole first set of episodes was funded by the fans to begin with, you know, it was a Kickstarter. But now that like that proof of concept is is done and if it continues to do well, like I don't know if it still is, but I know that it reached number one on Amazon, um, yeah. which even if it's not still there, that's still huge, right? Anyway, all that to say is if it continues to do well, why wouldn't they then adapt campaign to? And if like the momentum still carries, which I mean, that would have to be at least five or six years from now, right? Because we still have at least at least two more years of Vox Machina, but probably three 
and then campaign two, let's just let's just say that's four. <laughs> now we're seven years deep if they just do one a year. Um, so we could be looking at like a decade from now of getting campaign three. But like, <laughs> why wouldn't they, though? If it's continuing yeah. to work, why not? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I just realized you're wearing a Calamity shirt. I, should, I think I I think I ordered that shirt. I never got it. I'm just really? realizing. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta check on that, dude. Yeah, I, I ordered it like a year ago. I feel like whenever <laughs> calamity was, <laughs> they got they got pretty good customer service. So if you like, if you do uh, find out that you did and you never got it, just reach out to them. Oh, we moved, so I wonder if it went to my old place. Ew. Anyway, besides besides the point. <laughs> but on that same kind of thread, though, um, I mean, I would love it if we got campaign two and campaign three. Like, give me all of it. But it would be cool if they made just since it's like less of a commitment and you don't have to wait to get there. Like if they gave us like a mini series of calamity that was animated, like that would be amazing. Bro. Those four episodes animated. Oh my gosh. That'd be something special. That would be so special. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause I actually, I was listening. I was just, I was listening to the soundtrack of calamity. I was listening to some of the music from it while I was driving today. And yeah. it just took me back. I was actually thinking like, Dude, not to like hijack this episode, but <laughs> I was just like reflecting. I was like, man, that even like so we need it. We need to do like a post, um, you know, six months later, however long it was. Yeah. Like now down the road, what are our thoughts on it? Because um, mm -hmm. I still feel as strongly that one of the best encapsulated, um, beautiful stories that I have experienced. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it just took me back. It's just funny we started talking about it. So uh, it's amazing. If anyone is is watching this video and you haven't seen Calamity, check that out. Um, it is well worth it. But yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I, to, to, again to circle back, I'm getting away from us a lot this episode, but uh, I totally feel that because you know I'm experiencing it right now with Campaign One, and it, it it's awesome. So I hope we get there for Campaign Three as well. Um, a lot of waiting time so <laughs> i know but you know you never know you never know maybe they like start co-releasing like yeah legends fair. of vox machina but then we're also gonna have mighty nine starting concurrently i mean you, you never know you never know yeah and releasing like a, a second show yeah so yeah so yeah it's interesting well anything else you want to you want to talk about um I'm trying to think, you know, we've just been goozing on the show the whole time. I'm trying to think if there's anything like actually aside from <laughs> that that I wanted to bring up, but you've, you've signed up to listen to us just rant about how much we like our TV shows. Yeah. And <laughs> you're still here. <laughs> hopefully. And yeah, if you're on this video and you're this far into it, you, you hopefully feel the same way. Um, but no, yeah, I'm loving it. I'm excited to see where the, the changes come and go so far i've been a million percent on board with everything that they have changed and uh yeah i don't i don't want to get into any spoiler ter territory so maybe we'll talk about it in later episodes when certain things do or don't happen um but i'm looking forward to a lot and especially looking forward to to your reaction to a lot of stuff um yeah so i'm excited yeah well we'll um we'll watch this next batch of episodes this weekend and um we'll be back next week we have a, a lot of content next week too we have yeah. uh, the next batch of legend of Vox machina we have um another last of us episode um which we're going to be working on right after this one uh, but we have another episode next week 
um, which I think might be a, I, we'll talk offline about what I think it might be. Um, and then an actual Critical Role episode as yeah. well. Yeah. So I feel like I'm doing this as like a full-time job now. <laughs> I know, man. These I'm not good at video editing, so that's why it takes me forever. Yeah. But like today, filming this, it's, it's Tuesday, right? I've kind of right. lost yeah. track of time. I've been yeah. I've been video editing these breakdowns since they aired Thursday and like I might I should finish by tomorrow but then the next day is new episodes start, so like for the next again. month yeah. I'm just going to be doing this nonstop. Um yeah. so it, that being said really appreciate it if y'all check those out leave us likes leave us comments if you want to subscribe much much love um I I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the video cuz you know, but if, if you made it this far, you're the one that needs to hear this. Um, we are, we're doing watch parties for all of the Legend of Vox Machina. So on Thursday, I don't know exactly when yet. We still have to iron that out. But if you want to watch along with me and Blake and everyone else from the Pixelus community, we're going to be watching together. Uh, for more information, join our Discord because that's what we'll be figuring out the exact time and everything. So we'd love for you to join us. Yeah. All right. That's well, all thank you guys for checking out our, our video and stay tuned for more stuff. <laughs> Bye, y'all.